I was inspired to do this one today um, by one of my old favorite YouTubers. Uh, he's been gone for a minute, but he came back and he's been producing content again. But I've been watching his story for a long time. Uh, he goes by Kane Carter or Hot Damn I Rock. And he was the one who did the brotherly love schemes, the one about Mario. Uh, it was like if Mario got fed up with the BS and just decided to kind of go off some of the best content that I've ever seen made. But I was watching him and he was really going through some stuff. Bro was really going through it. I mean, he had like everything and the kitchen sink happen to him. And I remember seeing what he was going through and was thinking, bro, ain't no way that somebody gonna come out of that and i remember every now and then i pray for bro and be like damn bro like i really hope you're gonna be all right because that was just really crazy like the stuff he was going through i mean he lost he he had like a a, a physical Ill, illness where he couldn't eat or sleep or or just like he couldn't eat or something like that he had a bunch of stuff happen to him he had like a bunch of friends die just out of nowhere and bro was just he was really going through it and I remember thinking, this ain't the end for him. Like, I just got that sense, you know, like, this ain't the end for him. He gonna really come out of this, and he gonna come out of this, like, really solid. And, uh, yeah, I got to check on his YouTube not too long ago. And... He was producing content again, and I could tell the nature of his content was popular. It was positive. It was like, yeah, man, he started talking about life. He started talking about real things, and not only was I so happy for him, bro was stepping into this authentic place, and it just hit me today. I was like, damn, I haven't really even been wanting to talk lately. Like, yeah, I've I've been, you know, in my environment, I've been doing stuff, you know, I've been working on myself spiritually and everything like that. But I've been like, I ain't even wanted to talk, you know. I'm somebody that believes in God and everything like that. You know, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I, some people will say you're a Christian, but I, I don't really feel a whole lot of kinship with a lot of Christians just simply because I didn't really have the best experience when I was in the church. You feel me? But over time, I started to look and say, man, because when I look and I compare myself to other people, I look and I'm like, damn, bro, like you could be so much better and farther than what you are right now. And when I looked at Kane's story, I sat there and I said, bro, is a whole letter like he's a whole living ass letter. Like this is a living letter. Like he's, he, he's speaking real. He's speaking authentically. He, this nigga is a living letter. And I sat there and listened to him. And for the first time in a while, I felt inspired. I said, no, I got to do something. I said, not because I want to compete with bro, but because I'm trying to tap into that part of me. That's really authentic. You know, there's so much that I want to say and share and think. And lately I've had some difficult and challenging things that have been said to me. And I know they probably ain't mean harm when they said it to me, but like I've had people tell me recently, Hey bro, you got to slow down, man. You too smart. You know, you, 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 you giving me dissertations, man. You know, you gotta, you gotta slow down some. Everybody isn't as smart as you are. And I'm like, fuck y'all, man. I, I can't, I don't deserve to be heard or seen. But at the same time, I understand there's a need for communication. All right. But there's something in me that deserves that sense of connection. And I guess pay it forward is sort of my way of trying to get that to myself. All right. So with that being said. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening and good night. This is your host, Mr. Brandon Wade, but you can call me B2. You can call me B square. You can call me whatever you want to call me, but you got to follow the rule. 
You can call me whatever you want to call me as long as it's nice. I want to welcome y'all back to y'all favorite show, Pay It Forward. That's been my intro since I begun. There's some people on here that don't really know my story. They don't really know really what I'm about. They just kind of know that I'm a person and that I have a podcast. I try to be as forthright and honest with everything I do. But most of the time when I'm on here, I'm just saying whatever is on my spirit at that moment. And I write and I speak until I'm finished talking. Sometimes that's 40 minutes. Sometimes it's an hour. I could segment it. Sure. I could probably do that really efficiently. But at this moment, I don't want to. Because there's something in me. That's not just looking for connection. Or to make sense of where I am in life. But it's looking to be that living letter like I heard when I listened to bro Kane Carter. I listened to him. I seen bro was going through it and he was willing to delve deep. He was willing to dig deep into those dark places. You know, bro was willing to make music where it was just like him screaming and some other stuff like that. And I watched them people in them comments go, hey, bro, you OK? Hey, bro, we we missed when you used to make this content. And I used to think, yo, what is wrong with y'all? Y'all help this man. Let this man rock. But you know what? He needed that. He needed those experiences so that he could become the person that he is now because the people that needed him needed him to be all of who he is at that moment. I was truly inspired by that. And it was the first time I feel like I've been inspired in a long time. Ain't that the way we do things, though? A real person inspires other people to be real. I don't need nobody to be B way two. I need y'all to be you one. Because maybe there's something I'm going to get from you. So what I'm talking about here today is authenticity and integrity because I believe that that's one what he showed and two, the necessary thing in order to cause there to be safety and trust for myself and for Life in general. So. I'm 31 years old. I don't really make a secret of that. And I feel scared. feel like I don't really understand as much as I should. I feel like there's so much that is expected of me that I expect of myself that I'm falling short in. I can't tell whether I care about people or don't. I can't tell half the time whether I care about myself or I don't. I've learned the skill set of being confident, of carrying myself. I've learned how to smile at the right times. I've learned comedic timing. It took me a while to learn that one, but I finally learned it. I've learned that having a good performance record keeps people from seeing or feeling like you've fallen short. I've also learned that living inauthentically is miserable. And I still really don't know how to live authentically yet. But I can't help but like what I saw. I don't know. I felt a twinge or something when I looked at bro and I could tell what he had been through. And what he allowed himself to be made out of. Part of that was just him not resisting the process. Another part was him being willing to be whoever the hell he needed to be 
in that moment, understanding that he wasn't always going to be there if he didn't like it and that if he did like it, he was still going to grow. That's been a hard one for me to try to figure out. Like, how can I like me as I am right now? When I ain't even sure what that means. How do I make that judgment and assessment? When what I was taught was to wait for my dad to do it. And that's kind of like how I felt for this last week or so. My dad been dead since 2019. And I'm still waiting for him to make choices for me. Because that's what he taught me. How to wait. How to listen and look for his approval. How to look for his permission. And that little child in me still waiting at the door. For daddy to come home. That feeling, that idea that I should know more comes from the idea that that was something my dad expected of me. How come you don't know, boy? You ain't figured it out by now? So yeah, my survival instinct's on 110. My living instinct's still hella low, though. What does it mean for Brandon Wade to live? And the nerve is, I actually got people that ask me that question. I'm like, shit, nigga, hell if I know. The only difference between me and others is maybe that I put in a little bit more effort in my personal life to finding that out. Some people devote their lives to working out physically. Me, I work out emotionally. I try to sit with myself and my feelings. I try to name those feelings. What is it? Melancholy, rage, sadness, depression. It's not looked upon kindly when you a man doing that. At least until now. At least that's the story I've told myself. I had a mentor ask me recently, uh, last Thursday, he said, what are your feelings about failure? And when I thought about it, I said, you know something? I don't know. Because what I know are the feelings that I was taught about failure. I don't even know what my own feelings are. And that's scary. And it's also kind of freeing, too, because I don't even know what my own perspective is. That was the way that I survived. Adopt the perspective of someone stronger, more capable and more confident in me and follow it to the letter. And that restricts me from being the person, whomever that person is that I am. Isn't isn't that what makes me necessary, important? I'm supposed to make an impact on the world and I can't do that effectively by being somebody else. And when my mentor told me that I sat there and I said, damn, I'm really thinking about that. What is my what are my feelings about failure? Like, how do I actually feel about that? And the first thought that came to my mind was, nigga, does it matter? Cause that's the part of me that still want my dad to say, Hey boy, good job. Cause he didn't say it often. That's the part of me that wanted my dad to say, Hey, I love you. Cause he didn't say that often either. Now, did I know my dad loved me? Absolutely. But he didn't say it often. And then even my mentor said, he said, most things are not 
or as he said, not hysterical, but historical. So if I can break that down into not eloquent speak, that means you ain't figure it out yourself. You was taught that because somebody else told you. It's been in your history and somebody told them and someone told them and someone told them. And if you went all the way back to the first person that said it, they probably felt that way because they stumbled and fell on a brick somewhere and, and slammed their head and said, man, you know what? I hate people. You know why most people are racist? If I'm a B100, I'm, I'm segueing a little bit here. You know why most people are racist? Because somewhere way down the line, grand, great, 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 ultra great granddaddy got kicked by somebody that wasn't a race and said, I hate, I hate this race. And they passed it along and they passed it along and they passed it along. And you got 20 generations of people that hate a race and 19 of them don't even know why. And if you want to be honest with me, that pisses me off. That I think about all these damn patterns that I didn't learn, all these particulars that I've learned over the years. And half of it is just because I learned it because somebody else told me and they learned it because somebody else told them. And I feel resentment because I look and I say, ain't none of y'all have the idea to even look and say, hey, bro, why are we thinking this way? Yeah, I really do feel resentment for being the first or feeling like I'm the first. So this is why I do this work. This is why it's important to do this emotional work. Being present with your feelings don't make you weak and it doesn't make you soft. It allows us to master who we are. It allows me to master who I am. Even if I don't know who all that is yet. So I tell a, I tell a story, right? Every day I wake up, I tell a story to myself. Some kind of story I'm telling myself. Could be a happy story. Could be a story from my childhood. Could be, hey, people like you when you're funny. It could be, hey, you need to get up because if you don't get up, you're wasting time. It could be a story about anything. And those are all just stories that were developed. Maybe they're stories that came from my parents. Maybe they're stories that came from experiences. Maybe they're stories that came whatever, but all of them are just stories. (gasps) Nobody hears me. Nobody sees me. It's all just stories. And authenticity is where those stories come to die. That's where all my stories come to die. And that's where the real me comes to live. (sighs) I keep thinking of bro and just him shining. And not that he was just so much better, but I could just tell on his on his face that it wasn't that he was more positive. He was just more himself. And damn it, that's not what I want to be more myself, to be able to connect and resonate in that way. And I want to finally be able to look and say, these are thoughts that I made myself, not just thoughts that I made because I had someone persuade me to do it or thoughts I had because I was in a church and somebody told me God said I should do it. Thoughts that when I actually came to realize that those were my own thoughts, I said, I chose this because I want to. If I'm going to choose God in my life, I want to do that because I want to, because it's a personal decision and not because some other person came in my life and said, this is a good choice for you. And it is terrifying to want to make that choice. Yeah, here I am.
that's that idea of 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 making a a decision me i'm 31 years old and there's a part of me still listening for my door to bust open and my dad to come yelling in the room hey boy what you doing there's a part of me still tensing for that my dad been dead 2 years And there's a part of me that would be very, very excited if he was back. And there's also a part of me that's 90% of that with me would be terrified and be like, why are you here? What are we? What am I? Just a kid that misses his dad? Is that so wrong? Maybe it isn't. Maybe it's not about right or wrong. But about... Real and not real. I don't know. Maybe it's, it's it's deeper than that. Authentically, how can I communicate? How can I tell you what's in my spirit and I don't even know? Yeah, authenticity is MF. Because, and hey, this could be a story too, you feel me? It's, it's what everybody says they want. It's not something that most people are willing to pay the price to go and get it. Because it means sitting with yourself. It means writing stuff down and being honest. At least that's what it means for me. It means risking connection and being vulnerable. Risking each and every day that the person that that you're speaking to is going to reject you, maybe, maybe not. And being open to when they don't do so that it's not because they got some kind of issue with you. It means being something. And I can't help but feel so much resentment for the older men that failed me. Because they were kids too. They were just five-year-olds and 70-year-old bodies. Kids longing for their parents. Who longed for their parents? Who longed for their parents? Is it going to mean anything? (sighs) Why couldn't she show up for me? Couldn't he show up for me? And I mean, my mom and my dad, I love them both. How come they couldn't show up for themselves? How come they couldn't model for me how to do what was right for themselves? It's a little child in me asking, how come? Why? I feel angry and I feel sad about that. I feel lonely and I feel longing about that. And that doesn't make me any less or any more of a person. 
because I feel that way. If there's any rule that I've discovered about authenticity, it's this one. Your feelings don't need a reason. They don't need a why. They just need to be given permission to exist. My feelings don't need a reason. They just need to be given permission to exist. Number two. I matter. That doesn't need a reason either. And number three, I have a story to tell because I am a story to tell. I think that's what I admire most about bro. Hi damn I rock is that he stopped having stories to tell and he started becoming the story he was telling. And he is the first person that I think I've genuinely seen go into such a dark place and come out better for it. This is going to sound like a segue. Maybe it is. But to all y'all who out there, whether y'all believe in God or not, I'm going to say something that is probably not, might not be received well by a certain crowd, but hey, y'all will live. I understand why a lot of people hate Christians. I, g- I really do. Because God called us to be living letters and we ain't trying to be it. We're not interested in that. We're not interested in anything else but proving to other people that we love God. We're not interested in what it really takes to be a living letter. And that's actually something in the Bible. God actually told Christians to be that. In the Bible, Paul said, you're supposed to be a living epistle. You're supposed to be a living. That means a li- that means a letter. A epistle just means letter. I don't blame people for, for doing their own way and saying what they believe and doing this or whatever. But I understand why people hate Christians. Because a Christian will turn on you in a heartbeat and tell you God told you to do it. I don't don't blame y'all for that. A lot of us just kids too. Trying to win the approval of our daddy. Not even realizing that our daddy already love us. (laughs) He just want us to have a little bit of faith and trust that all those experiences that we lived in and learned were for the benefit of mirroring the goodness of God to other people, man. But I don't blame y'all for hating us. Shit, we didn't do more to hurt people than most people. Because we've had a lot of trust for a long time. 
And this goes back to authenticity, right? It's not about religion or faith or anything like that. I was atheist most of my life anyway, so personally, it really doesn't, I don't really feel like that really applies to me that much. But authenticity is like being able to accept whoever this person actually is at that moment. And I was just thinking, man, if more of us as Christians would be willing to do that and us by me, I'm just saying myself and we were willing to do that, man. Look, you know what I mean? More people would be interested in God if we would stop capping, but we don't because it's ego because we're so proud of ourselves and so proud of our own achievements and we ain't cared about God. Not one bit. So yeah, I don't blame y'all. You Christian or not, hey, that's your build. That's your that's your business. I ain't never hate or love somebody because they was of a religion, gay, straight, binary, non-binary. It ain't never mattered. What matters is whether you're open or not. I guess. So that's what it ties into authenticity. It's about getting to the bare bones of who I'm actually, who I'm, at, who I actually am. Not according to my deeds or according to my resources or whatever it is I have, but who I actually am. What is that even? What is that? Who lies beneath all of these different things that's been said? I can tell you one, there's a there's a kid in there, but I can also tell you there's confidence. I can also tell you that there is conviction. I can also tell you that there is wisdom. I can tell you that there's transparency. I'm willing to do it. What lies underneath everything that I've said that I am? Is it reputation? Because a reputation can be stripped from you, you feel me? People can people can strip a reputation from you. They can all it takes is a few clicks. You know, nowadays somebody can strip your reputation from you. Reputation ain't mean nothing. At the end of the day, it's only gonna matter whether you have some type of integrity or not in your life. And I guess that goes into the next topic I was talking about is integrity. I read a really good article that I had one of my mentors tell me about, which was an article about uh, how integrity works in business. And that integrity in a in a in a scenario is based on both keeping and honoring your word. Keeping your word, meaning that if you give your word to something that you are going to do exactly what you say when you said it. Honoring your word, meaning that if you the moment that you understand you are not going to be able to do what you said when you said it. That. You take. Responsibility for that. And. That you are open to making reparations for how you may have messed up somebody's life. So if I tell you. I'm going to be here at three o'clock. If I'm there at three o'clock, then I kept my word. If I tell you I'm going to be there at three o'clock, but I realize at two o'clock, I'm not going to be there at three o'clock and you need me there at three o'clock, but I know I ain't going to be there. Then I contact you and I say, hey, I know I said I was going to be there at three o'clock, but I'm really sorry. I ain't going to be able to be there at three o'clock. I'm going to have to be there at four o'clock. How can I make reparations for how I've caused harm to you? Because... You, I wasn't going to be there at three o'clock. That's integrity. It's not about how spiritual or lack of spiritual you are. One thing is just important is that can you keep your word? And if you can't, can you just be at least be honest and admit that you even made the word in the first place? And when I look back, I realized that was not a steeple that I had from certain some men in my life. And that deeply hurt me. I'm still feeling angry about that. The rational adult understands, hey. They were, they were, they were men, you know, they were doing the best they could with what they had. Maybe they didn't have the resources. Maybe they were tired, but the child in me doesn't care. The child in me is just screaming. He just, he's just mad, sad. Integrity. That's what I'm starting to realize is really valuable. It's more valuable than money. It's more valuable than uh, reputation. It's more valuable than resources. It's more valuable than having a bad one on your arm. You feel me? It's not going to matter. 
if my life is out of integrity, doesn't matter. And if my life is in integrity, then things will work out anyway. And I guess I made a promise when I came to pay it forward. And I want to also apologize to the people that have been listening before that I folded in a lot of ways on that promise. I told y'all that whenever I learned something new or healthy that I was going to say what I needed to say and share with y'all and pay it forward with y'all. And I haven't done that. There's been quite a few things I've learned lately and I haven't been willing to follow through with that. And I'm going to make a point that in these oncoming weeks or so to follow through with some of the things I promised. Even if I didn't tell you guys exactly what I promised, I'm going to follow through with some of those things. I'm going to follow through with those things. If you're going to live, man, if I'm going to live, I may not, I'm not going to be able to say everything right. And that's something I've always tried to do is, you know, you say everything right. People, people like you, right? Well, it's not necessarily true. They just like that you've said everything right. This doesn't necessarily mean they like you. But if I can really be somebody of integrity, then that means that whatever the outcome of my message is, that it will reach the people it needs to reach. And that at the end of the day, I'll be happy with what it is that I said. Because it lines up with the integrity of my message. I did have a moment of integrity not too long ago that was real cool. Where um, I ended up talking to uh, a friend of mine. I posted a a post on my IG. And if y'all don't follow my IG, check it out. Pay it forward radio. Uh, I posted on there, right? And I had this, uh, this post where... I just posted an experience that I had with, with, um, this, 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 this person had made an article about, uh, manhood. He said some things that probably weren't said in the best way, but I understood the, the, the meaning and context of what he said. And I posted it and I had a, a, a friend of mine, which it had hit me up and she was like, I really don't like this. This is misogynistic. This is this, this is that. And I'm just, I'm sad that you're agreeing with such misogynistic trash. And I'm just like, that's great, but it would have been nice if you could have said hi instead of launching into some diatribe about how suddenly I've become misogynist, but that really hurt my feelings as well. And I also looked into the message and I realized that her and I did not have to agree for me to be able to correct the integrity of my message. When I look back at the message, I realized that there were a lot of things that were said that could be taken out of context. And that I said, let me apologize for that because I said something and it could be taken out of context. And this is not the context in which I meant to say it in. And so I apologize for that. And she explained to me that she has beliefs about binary, you know, uh, the difference between binaries and non-binaries. And I was like, Okay, yeah, I understand that. And I'm glad that you corrected me on that. Uh, But I'm not folding on the integrity of my message. And we kind of agreed to disagree. And that was good. That was probably the first time in my life I felt like I could agree to disagree with somebody. That was a big deal for me. It meant something. And I guess having integrity kind of means that things mean something to you. I'm going to just tell y'all right now, there's a lot of grown people walking around right now in life that are completely empty. Yeah, they got houses, they got money, they got all that stuff, and they're completely empty on the inside. There's a lot of people that's still seven and eight, and they got great wives and husbands and married and all this stuff like that, and they're still seven on the inside. Because... There's a need for people to be able to teach and mentor men into being men. And that typically can only happen when there is a man who is aware enough to be able to initiate men into manhood. Growing up don't make growing and getting older don't make you a man. I'll tell you that one right now. Having a lot of money and having a lot of females don't make you a man. Being a manipulator doesn't make you a man either. I know that one. 
the only thing that really can aid in that is being authentic and accepting and trying to accept who you are at this moment. And sometimes accepting that is not saying love yourself. You know, that's because it may take a while to actually get to that point. That's kind of where I'm at now. You know, I there's a lot of tendencies I have that I just deeply do not like about myself. Deep, deep childhood things that I, I look at the inner child in me and I'm just like, how could you? I still blame that child. I wish I didn't, but I still do. And I guess that kind of comes around to the whole living letters thing, right? It's my life as it is. Not so much what I feel like it should be or what I feel like it may be or what it may become that is going to help people where it is, where, where I'm at. Not so much where I feel like I could be because that'll help the people it needs to help. Not so much where I was because that helped the people that it needed to help. But all of who I am as I am right now is going to be what helps the people then in the way that it needs to be. And probably the things that I feel most ashamed about are probably the things that are going to be most useful in teaching people about one, who they really are as people and two, reflecting who God is in me. I hope that as somebody that loves God, that I don't ever once persuade somebody to follow Jesus Christ. I hope that I never once persuade somebody to do that. I hope that my life can just be an example that if you hope that there is a God out there, then your life ain't over. And if you don't, then your life still ain't over. You feel me? All right. My goal is just to try to be the realest version of me that I can. I don't even know who all that is. And I don't I don't always like the things that I see in myself, you know. Yeah, I can talk. But I also get I also feel a lot of rage, you know. I also don't like you know, I also feel very sensitive sometimes when people say certain things. I'm also able to communicate that. Being able to sit with those feelings and communicate is a measure of emotional maturity. Blaming other people for the things around me, it's not really a measure of that. That's a measure of the areas in which I haven't matured in yet. But I promised y'all that regardless of how it looked, I was going to pay it forward to y'all, right? I told y'all that regardless of my experiences, that y'all were going to learn something from this because I was going to give you something. And I promised that if even if it was just one person listening to me, that I was going to say what was on my spirit and it was on my heart. That was going to be deeper than just trying to make myself into something that I thought I was going to be. I'm just working on being somebody that can love himself as they are for who they are and seeing where it goes from there. (sighs) I've been in discord for a while and, uh, for those who don't know, Discord is a community or well, it's a, 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 a site that fosters communities. You know, you have a lot of servers and places like that. It creates social media sites for a while. And I never used to care too much about Discord because I, I used to hear about it, but I used to just always hear that it was either weird people or like, I don't know, like just weird communities of people that you probably didn't want to talk to anyway. So I was like, I bet I don't really want anything to do with that. But I was fortunate enough to meet somebody that invited me into the community and he had a community of himself with himself and some people. And I used to go like, why would people want to involve themselves with something like this? You know? And I very quickly realized that I was an outlier. Like I've never been the older person in a community of people like ever. I've always been young. I mean, from all my whole life, I've always been young, you know? And now I'm in my, early thirties. And I'm like, what the hell am I even doing here? Like, what am I going to do for anyone here? You know, I'm not going to sit around and, and, you know, do anime waifu roles. Like what the hell am I doing here? Like, I'm not, there's nothing here for me if that's why I'm here. And I asked that of myself and I asked, I even asked God, I said, God, why am I even here? And kind of what came to me was you can give them what you always wanted. 
and what you have now to give them. And yeah, I guess that's where it kind of all started. You know, I said, well, maybe I don't have everything together just yet, but maybe there are some things that I can pass along that'll make things a little bit easier for those behind me. And no, it ain't all that altruistic. I get a lot of, of, of accolades and pats on the back for it. You know, it's always good to hear people say, you know, they respect me and all this stuff like that. But to keep it a stack, half y'all really don't even know me. You know who I'm displaying myself as, and you know me and a lot of things, but a lot of people don't really even, I feel like don't know me, but that's okay because I'm still getting to know me too. But no, it's not all altruistic. I get a satisfying feeling about feeling like I've helped somebody else. You know, it makes me feel better in the times that I really don't feel too good about myself. But what I will say is that I didn't think any of my words would have any meaning until they did. So I don't know who you are, who you might be listening. Because this podcast go all over the world. So I don't know who might be listening, but for whomever it is that's listening, I need y'all to hear this one. If y'all don't hear nothing else, hear this one. You're the living letter. Who you are right now going to help somebody right behind you, might even help somebody in front of you. You are the living letter. They need what you have to say. And they've always needed what you had to say. They need what you have to say right now, not the future you, not the past you, but the you that you are right now, because that's all of you. That's the you you're going to be. That's the you that you have been. And that's the you you are right now. But they need all of it. So. My advice is if you not feeling like being funny one day. And you don't want to be, then don't be. Be the person that you are right now. Because better an authentic person than somebody that's just putting on the show or putting on mask. And yeah, we're going to do that sometimes. Sometimes masks are useful. You need it in politics. You need it in diplomacy. You need it in all kinds of things. And that's cool. But being who you are is always going to be a better blessing to people than not being that. And I guess I'm saying you, but I'm kind of really talking to me, you know. So I promised y'all I'd give y'all what I had. The value of keeping an honor in my word is something I've learned recently. I'm endeavoring to do that in my life. And I'm endeavoring that I'm going to try to cut myself some slack on all this. I don't really know how to do that one that much either. So y'all going to have to bear with me on that one. But yeah, just know that. And even even in, like I told y'all about the communities that I've been in, I've learned a lot from them. One, they've helped me from being, they stopped me from being fake. Because it's real easy to do that. But yeah, they don't really go for that mess in there. So, also too, sometimes people remind you about how important your words are. So, Wherever you are in your community, man, whomever you might be, male, female, binary, non-binary, doesn't matter. What matters is that you are who you are, are, are right now and that you are the fullness of who you are right now. Because if you're not, all you're doing is robbing the people around you. Last thing I'll tell y'all is this one. This was one thing that my mentor told me a last call. He said, I told him that I was really just felt a lot of fear of success. I said, because it ain't about if I get successful, it's when. And a lot of ways I'm already successful. And he said, you know, you could just as easily fail at being mediocre, just like you can at being successful. And I'm probably more likely to fail at being mediocre than I am at being successful. I just wanted to be mediocre because I just really, really, really wanted to fit in with everybody. I just wanted to be a part of the group. And I guess I've always wanted to be that since a little boy. I've wanted to just be a part of the group. There's a difference between growing up and getting older. I've gotten older, but these last three years has more like been me growing up. So, yeah, that's looking like the way for right now. Um, this growing up thing 
it's something else. And I guess it's kind of a lifelong process. I know people older than me that are still growing up. And I guess nobody really arrives while they're on this planet, you know. But yeah, my only my only goal is that I can be in and create communities that are emotionally mature and open and are willing to be themselves that are willing to treat each other with respect. Because that's a community I'd feel safe in. Where that community is online or community is in person, that's the whole goal. And that I can genuinely be somebody that chooses Jesus in my life that hopefully whenever I die and stand before him, he ain't going to be like, who is you, bro? But he going to be, yeah, I just want him to say my name. Look, we can, we can just go from there. All right. I just don't, I just don't want to be hearing somebody be like, Hey, who is you? So yeah, I'm, I'm good on that one. Anyways. I'm glad that y'all always here. Take time to listen to me in this. Um, I'm going to be getting back into doing pay it forwards because I genuinely enjoy doing these. And I hope that even in the turbulent society that is the pandemic, that we'll start to remember that it's more important to be who we are rather than what we think is right or wrong. A lot of us just out here trying to survive. But a vaccine or lack of a vaccine ain't going to make you more or less of a person. I just want to see people connecting with each other and being real with each other. Because this is going to all blow over soon anyway. Let's just try to keep it real, man. I love y'all. Y'all have always been there with me in my challenges and in my experiences in life. So I thank y'all for listening. And I just speak that everybody under the sound of my voice will have an opportunity to be more real with themselves, more authentic, and just know that that authentic you is going to be more appreciated than the you that you think others may like. So here's to being genuinely impactful on our communities amen i love y'all uh pay it forward back in the building you know uh i am doing a split recording right now so shout outs to everybody on uh discord that's listening to me i'm doing a split recording right now which means this is being recorded live to the people that are on on discord with me um you know what i'm gonna leave a link to the discord if y'all actually want to check it out because it's a cool community full of people so um it's a split recording, so it's going to go there and it's also going to go to Apple music, Spotify, all your favorite streaming sites. Um, however it is you listen though. Thanks for listening. All right. Peace.